This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hello, hello. It's your girl, Claudia Jordan. We are back with TGIF. We're here to spill the tea and break down the biggest headlines in the news and on social media. So sit back, relax, get ready for this hot tea. And while you at it, hit that like button. Go ahead and get that out the way. Hello, Al Reynolds. Hi, what's going on, Claudia? And hello, Funky.Ava. What's going on, everybody? Hey, hey, hey. So look at... Al and I, Battle of the Cleavage, who got the sluttiest shirt on tonight. I say Al wins hands down. I wish I knew how to make what Funky did, but I haven't figured that out yet. You can't buy rent, rent, rent must be due, Claudia. <laughs> right? He's like, Coming out. Al, Al about to go work the stroll when he get off work, y'all. Right. <laughs> got a lot of skin show yeah, tonight, Al. Right. Al, you feeling good today? <laughs> I'm recovering from last night. That's what I'm doing. So no drinking today for me, just water. What did you do? You tell. Well, I went to the premiere of Michael Blackson's um, new show on BET mm-hmm. um, at his crib yesterday. It was really nice, a lot of fun. Then after that, we just kind of did sub- celebratory hopping around from place to place, drinking and having dinner, etc. How many drinks do you think you had? Whew, way too many. I saw. I really don't know. Like it had to be more than five. I know that. I pulled a funky last night. Not me, girl. I'm classy, Sunny. <laughs> Funky, how's the dating life going? It's going. Going to the next thing. Some of us want to know. I'm oh, like no. Oprah instead, man. Y'all bitches will never get my real business. So, <laughs> <laughs> no look, Kirby's a Kirby girl said Claudia's showing us her white side today. Coming to her hair, coming to work with the wet hair. No, I had to do a test in a pool today, and I want to test these uh, these hair. Um, what do you call the things? It's like the Micro links, and I don't really like them, so I think you can see them. So it was a test. So yeah, all right, all right. Uh, are we so Al, you're not drinking today, right? No. Q, you're done drinking. Like you quit. You're re- recovered. Mm-hmm. I don't drink. It work. <laughs> <laughs> we gonna start the show off lying. So let's go ahead and get to the stories because we're not gonna get any truth right now. All right, we have a, a big TJF. Congratulations to Rihanna and ASAP Rocky and their new baby boy. Rihanna said that she always wanted a family and she's feeling complete. This is a couple's second child. How happy are we for Rihanna and Rocky Al? Um, you know, actually, this was a really positive way to start the show off. I like this. You guys know I'm a sucker for black love. Um, I, I just, I hope that they, you know, they get married soon. I would love to see Rihanna's wedding. She's a billionaire doing well. He's doing well as as he's doing well too. So I think the next step could be a wedding. Okay. Cute. What do you think? Rihanna, don't you marry that damn man. Do not marry that damn man. Y'all let's see what the hell we in the story coming up later. You see what Holly Berry going through having to pay them two white men all her damn money. Do not marry that man. Y'all over there happy. Y'all over there got y'all babies. Both of y'all got enough money to remain unattached. Keep it how it is. If it ain't broke, don't break it. But congratulations to them for having their kids and all that type of stuff. But you'll be a damn fool to marry that man. Don't you marry him. I am kind of with you on that. Usually I'm, but I am a sucker for the reception and for a, a, you know, a nice ceremony. But what you can do is do, you know, there was a a football player named Tony Gonzalez years ago and he's a commentator now. I remember he got married and he had a ceremony and some people would like you know, talk criticizing it, but it was a beautiful ceremony. So she got her dream wedding and then he got to feel, you know, like not worry about the financial thing, I guess. I'm sure they have some kind of agreement, but maybe they can have the ceremony and, you know, keep You know what? That- wedding. 
And then when I, I get a divorce, like, they be like, Q, that was one of the quickest divorces. We have child. I wasn't married to his ass for real. Right? Like, that's the shit I would do. <laughs> like, what do they call They call it like a, a unity ceremony? Or... No, but see, y- y'all wouldn't have to be in the nuts and bolts of my arrangement. It would be called a wedding. Y'all would get wedding <laughs> invitations, and we would just be up there going through all the motions. So I mean, you can get the gifts. Yeah, then you can get right. out of it without all the drama. Exactly. Uh, Janice, Yvette said, Yvette said, jump the broom and keep it going. And um, Nola Curva Girl said, I don't see them being married, honestly. Reed just seems too free for that. Uh, I don't know about that. Cass Green said, if marriage isn't their priority, don't force it. Mm-hmm. They, seem, they do seem happy. All right. Actress Nia Long and NBA head coach Amy Ndoka are battling for the custody of their child. Nia is asking for primary custody after claiming he has been failing to support their 11-year-old son. Do you think Nia deserves full custody, Al? I mean, if he, I, I'm so confused. I, I think I need a breakdown of what she means or a better understanding of what she means not supporting her son. Because the man makes $25, 26000000 million as the head coach of the, of the Houston Rockets. So what is, is it financial? Is it is it emotional? Like what what type of how could he possibly how could this be okay that he makes this much money and not support his son? It's I'm just not getting it. And she's not playing around. She has hired the top uh, marriage attorneys, divorce attorneys in Los Angeles. Um, her attorney representing Nicole Young as well as Kanye West with the Kim Kardashian divorce. So it must be really serious. If this must be really serious if she's spending all that money on those attorneys. If that's the case, though, shame on him. Shame on him for not supporting his son. Post, uh, well, there's a quick note. The couple broke up in 2022 after 13 years together following allegations of Yudoka, Yudoka having an affair with a team staffer while coaching the Boston Celtics. Q, what do you think about this? You know, it's really hard for me when I see couples split and they do the custody battle thing only because I'm a product of divorce and of two parents that got the custody split thing 100% correct. I don't know if my parents had joint custody or if my mom had full custody, but it legitimately did not matter, all right? I got to go to my dad's house whenever the hell I wanted to go. If I didn't want to go, I didn't have to go. My dad had a set amount of child support to pay. If my mom needed a little extra money, she called him and he gave it to her. You know what I'm saying? So it was just, because my custody arrangement situation was so easy with my parents, if my mom wanted to pick up and move me to New York, I'm pretty sure my dad wouldn't have gave a damn just as long as I came down for the summers. So it's very hard hard for me when I see these situations, but I also tend to favor women in this situation, right? Because Yudaka, you already running around landing low and spreading wide. You're busy with the with the with the basketball and everything. What are you really fighting for? Because at the end of the day, although it might say joint legal custody on the paper, she's going to be stuck being the primary damn parent anyway, making all the decisions, picking all the damn schools, taking them to all the damn doctor's appointments. So what are you really fighting for when you really boil it down? Uh, I think with, if it's uh, she has primary custody, then he has to pay that child support, right? And if it's like shared custody, then he does not, right? Gotcha. I, I, that's oh, the, is that how it works? Yeah, that's you know, works. Which, which is which is still bad, and I keep saying this, and, and, I, and I'm so glad my father said this to me. So many men fight being on child support, and my dad said to me, you want to be on child support because it's black and it's white, it's on paper, there's no ambiguity, there's no gray area, and you know what it is. And for somebody who got as much money as you, having to pay her whatever you're going to have to pay her is not going to take a meal out of your mouth. To me, that shows that there's probably still some bad blood because we all know they both can take care of this, right? Mm -hmm. So he's probably just get her back after he cheated and she was embarrassed maybe he was like you know making it difficult uh, you know we all have friends who've been in a situation where and then when you're when you have primary custody you can make the decisions without having to run everything by him which he's probably too busy he's in houston let me tell you there's a lot of girls in houston can run through with that he's probably having he's probably busy but you know what claudia the argument could be made that she's bitter and upset too for even going through this custody process instead yeah, of just leaving it, instead of just leaving it be yeah, and putting it out there that he doesn't support his child. That's really low. That's I, really I, I'm not going to put that on Nia about her being bitter. I think if a woman has a child with a man who's promised her marriage and has committed to her, but then publicly embarrasses her and does all that we need to be calling these people, she's justified in having a feeling about that. And I'm tired. But you of- don't, use, don't use the child as a pawn. 
But I don't think she is, though. I, I don't. Do you think she's using him as a puzzle? I mean, I just feel, granted, I'm not in their marriage. I just feel like th there's a way that they can split without the custody thing getting dirty. I, it, it, I'm, it, if it's two mature adults, why can't we just. He been living with his damn mama while the daddy was out of town. So what kind of custody would you call that? I, I, I'm, I'm thinking that he's probably just. Well, you know what? I'm sure we'll, we won't be done with this story because I'm sure there's more that we're going to learn about this. All right. Uh, well, you know, one last point I wanted to make too, Claudia. My bad. I didn't mean to jump in there. Hell, at his age, sit his ass with his daddy. Sit that damn boy with his daddy and, and go live. Your, that's what the fuck. That, listen, that's what I would do. Yeah. I, see how they like being the primary. Yeah, go ahead, honey. <laughs> Oh, he's 15. He don't need no nurturing no more. Amanda Dewitt said he's mad she left his ass. He's probably giving her a hard time co-parenting. Marcus Reynolds said the child is old enough. They should ask him who he wants to live with. That's that's a good idea, I think. I agree. Nicole B said he probably isn't financially supporting their son. That, unfortunately, is very common when couples break up. I hope not. I, I, I hope not. I hope not. All right. Rapper Gunplay was arrested after his wife, Bonche Taylor Morales, claims... He pointed an AK-47 rifle at her while she held their six-month-old daughter. Vonche claimed that gunplay was highly intoxicated and threatened her after she asked him to keep the noise down while he played a video game. She later announced on Instagram that she is filing for divorce. What are your thoughts on gunplay threats? They're in Miami, right, Q? I want to go to yep. you first. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, they are. You know, this is unfortunate that this is one of those cases where somebody does need to be filing for full custody. And I'm not going to lie to you. Gunplay has a record of substance abuse and kind of being unstable. Not only would I be filing for full custody divorce, I would be filing for supervised visits. I honestly would not trust anybody who is back on substances who is that unhinged to point a rifle at my chest and try to take the baby from me. I would not want my baby around him alone. Um, so I commend her because a lot of women stay and deal with this type of behavior because of the lifestyle and the money. And granted, I don't know how much of a lifestyle gunplay is able to provide her or how much money he has. Um, some stay for fame. And I, I do love the fact that she put her child first and herself first and is moving on. But I definitely would be concerned about custody in this situation because I would not want him alone with my baby if he's capable of doing what he did. And good for her for not just going to social media, but being active. Like she said, oh, okay, y'all hear about it and immediately file for a divorce. There's no gray area. And I think she should be commended for that because that's got to be tough. Al, what do you think about this? What are your thoughts? Aren't they on Love and Hip Hop Miami Q? They're on Love I know Gunplay. I know Gunplay was at one point and he pops in and out. I don't know right. if this young lady's been on there or not. I'm not for sure. Got it. Okay, yeah, you know, I, I always am concerned when you start to see a pattern of things, especially around the beginning of the show coming back on. Because remember, weren't we talking about him last week? He had a GoFundMe account up for his daughter's mm -hmm. surgery, corrective surgery, and then that was one week. The next week, he's getting in fighting bars, I mean, at, 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 at clubs, club. mm -hmm. right at the strip club, throwing a trash can. The next week, he's giving Rick Ross a full diamond chain, and then the people got on him about... You just had a GoFundMe. Now you you giving diamond chains. I don't know. I I just hope that if if he's doing this for the show, then hmm. If he is really going through all of this because he's back on this substance or he's still dealing with that demon, then I'm like, Q, let's get him some help. And good for her for taking steps to get out of that toxic um, environment with her child. That's just unnecessary. So, you know, it's also worth mentioning that one of the soulmates says that he is a Harvard, I mean, that the girlfriend is a Harvard grad. So I'm hoping that she takes that Harvard education and going to get her a good old Harvard job. Y'all, we're coming up next. Find out what we would do in sticky situations. And later, Cardi B leaves a voice message to her trolls. Keep it locked. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to all the soulmates always keeping us laughing in the chat. Y'all are so wonderful. All right, soulmates, have you ever thought about how you would handle yourself if you were placed in the middle of an unexpected situation? Well, we'd like for you to chime in in a fun segment called hashtag WWYD. What would you do?
All right, y'all, rapper Lil Boosie was spotted in an airport by a fan and had this moment. Take a look. I got a doodle right now. As soon as I do, you find me some tissue. You put a Janet there. Bro, I find some tissue, bro. Find me some tissue. I'm taking a picture with everybody. I got it. This so sounds like something Funky would say. What would you do if a fan stopped you while you were rushing to the bathroom? God, Funky. Well, you know what? I so wouldn't do this, and it's, it's weird because... <laughs> It would have been quicker for him to take the picture with her than it was to get the explanation, rub his belly, walk on. Boosie didn't look like he was in that much of an urgency to get some toilet paper because, I mean, there's always a pizza stand or a cookie stand or a hot dog stand you could have grabbed a couple napkins from. Not to mention, most airports have multiple stalls. So you mean to tell me you couldn't find a roll of tissue in any of the doggone stalls? or some damn napkins um, out of thing. And worst case scenario, and I ain't gonna tell y'all how I know, but you boo when you wipe your ass with your boxes and leave them in the damn bathroom. Uh, I mean, you do what you have to do. Uh, uh, <laughs> y'all women do it all the time. No, pants, we don't. Girl, pants and panties and waist shapers and all have gone no. in women's bathrooms and y'all are some nasty trifling ass creatures. <laughs> y'all are nasty. Women's restrooms are always worse than men's restrooms. Y'all are nasty. I have never wiped my ass with a pad, with panties, with your waist trainer, with drawers. <laughs> Who are you? Who are you? No, hate but y'all leave them in there. Dirty. Yikes. Al, please clean up the segment. We'll <laughs> you know, I, my personal opinion is I think Little Boosie needs his own reality show. I think it would be very entertaining. He would get a lot of ratings. And in fact, I would make it kind of like a dating show, like they did Flavor of Flav. I really think, and then they should probably put like, you know, all women in the lineup and see how he handles that. I think he would really good, he would be really good for reality television. He never tried a reality show? No. They need to. I thought there was some talks about that. You before. know what else would be funny too? Him and Shekinah. Just oh. could you imagine the conversation him and Shekinah would have sitting at dinner? <laughs> I, you know, uh, I don't think he had a boo at all. I think he was just saying something outrageous to fans and just see testing just to see, like, oh, I would right now, but I got to go to the bathroom. I think he, because I think he just like has fun with people. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't think he had a boo boo. Yeah. All right. Fry Festival creator Billy McFarlane announced that tickets are currently on sale for Fry Festival 2. The event does not have an official date, but it's set for late next year. Tickets are currently up to $8,000. What would you do if someone gave you a ticket to the new Fry Festival? Oh, I'm sorry, Fire Festival, Al? Absolutely not go. <laughs> Look. Listen, he still owes millions of dollars to the other people that he frauded, right? In addition to that, how are you going to scam hundreds and hundreds and thousands of dollars from people, do your prison time, come out of prison, duplicate it again, sell it to more people again? I mean, I just feel like if you, if you participated in it this time, you're not only stupid, but you're delusional. I hear that. Q? I think I would go. I, and, and I'm not going to lie to you. I have interest in going because with this many eyeballs on him, I just refuse to believe he's going to mess it up this time. Like, he legitimately can't. The, the feds are watching. He can't mess it up. And we cannot deny that in concept, it was a good idea. And maybe he learned all the places he fell short this go round, especially if they come back and it's like he's teamed up with Live Nation or teamed up with like a reputable event produce, production company. I would be interested in going. I would go. Now, but see, this is the issue, Q. He, he, he won't even give a destination. He's saying the Caribbean. He's not giving a country. He's not giving a, a location. A the Bahamas Tourism Board, in fact, have banned him. They've said he is he can definitely not come to the Bahamas, and they consider him still to this day a fugitive for all the money that he stole from them. So, uh-uh. It's too many red flags already. I just can't believe that people would still support a frauder. This is just weird to me. That's, that's a lot of privilege. He's not announcing the location yet because he hasn't secured a venue yet. 
That's how. Because he needs our money. He needs yeah, our so money. He needs the what money. And, do, and gonna, other countries, he's considered a fugitive in the Caribbean. He's going to put tickets on sale. He's going to get the money from that, and then he's going to use that money to have to have buying power and see what countries he can get that cleared through. That's what he's trying to do here. What I would do is this, what, what would I do? I would get the tickets and I would sell them to whoever else wants to buy them. They're $8,000 tickets, I would sell them and make money off of it. I don't know. All right, uh, comments. Michael Witt said he is gonna use that money to pay off his debt. And C said, nope, whoever pays for this is stupid. Um, yeah, okay. A man was caught on a plane having an exchange with a mother and her son. Take a look. What would you do if a parent was sitting behind you on a plane? They refuse to discipline their child. We've all been there. A little badass kid is kicking your seat. Yeah. I'm not surprised this was a black mama letting this go down like this. Q, what you think? I'm going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to give such a disgusting answer. And I know a lot of women are going to be mad with me. I would yell at her kid and intimidate her kid to stop. And I'm a man. She can't whoop me. I would intimidate her and make her ass shut the f Especially, I, I would buck up on her and be like, gonna do about it. I'll beat your way I beat you. I, I, I would have to go there with her because you're not doing anything about it and this is unacceptable like some of y'all parents got this whole attitude about don't say nothing to my child and I get that your child she said oh this is behaving which means for her her child behaves very poorly and this is good in comparison to how he acts but that's the same black woman that would have lost her wits and got all types of shenanigans on the airplane has somebody been kicking her seat like that. That that ain't right. And we can't be up here upholding our children in their wrong because we don't want to deal with their outbursts. Jalen Wilson and some people in the chat saying apparently it's a skit, but it's still a kiki. But even if it's a skit, we still talk about the behavior because this does happen all the time. Al, what do you think about this skit or not? Like, what do you think about the situation? It definitely felt like a Saturday Night Live skit, especially the 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 wife that was sitting beside the guy whose whose chair was getting kicked. I don't know. I I've been in this situation. I've always just rang the call bell, have the flight attendant come over. If the flight attendant refuses to de-escalate it, then I always ask for the captain. That's how I handle it. I, I don't go back and forth with people because you're not going to ruin my whole trip. And I'm on a plane. Look, how many times? I'm on a plane like eight to 12 times a month. Nope. I'm with you on that. Stuff. In this case, I would totally be a Karen. I actually had to be a Karen last week on a plane. There was white lady behind me. She had a kid next to her. She was on the phone. You know, you're supposed to turn your phone, like at least stop talking on your phone. She was talking so loud and cussing up a they told her four times to get off the phone, and she wouldn't. She was loud, so everybody was like wanting to buck up. So I, I hit the, I didn't hit the call, but I, I, I was like to the flight attendant. I'm like, she's still on her phone. Hmm. Listen, ain't nothing wrong with snitching that situation because you know what? You don't want to get involved where you get thrown off the plane where it gets ugly. So yeah, I was Karen. So I guess Al, me and you were Karens, and, and Funky gonna beat up the kid and the mama. Gonna beat up the kid and the mama. <laughs> Coming up next, Cardi B defends her marriage and later find out who got their cherry pop at a young age. Keep it here. <laughs>
don't know. Listen, Cardi B has been in the game way too long. She's got two beautiful kids with, with him. They've been together way too long. Why is she still addressing these rumors? Like, I, I, I just feel like she should have thicker skin, and especially if she knows that it's all fake. If you know it's all fake, then what's the point of you addressing it? I really just didn't get it. It makes me feel that this undercurrent of her thinking her man is always cheating or her thinking she has to address all of the cheating rumors makes me believe, you know, maybe he's out here doing something. Okay. Hugh, what do you think? You know, it, it's weird, right? I, I think two things. Like, coming off of her situation with Tasha Kay or whatever, there is a human part of you that gets tired of people lying on you, tired of people bothering you, tired of people making stuff up about you, right? And, and, and we obviously have seen that she's extra sensitive to that. But the other thing and the more serious part of this is that Cardi B has now demonstrated to every one of her millions and millions and millions of followers that we now know how to get her attention. And if you right. want Cardi B to respond to you privately or directly, agitate her in these three areas and you may just get a response. And I've learned in this business, you never show people what really bothers you. Because if you make a mistake and show them what bothers you, they're like sharks in the water that smell blood and they will keep mm -hmm. attacking that one particular thing. So she's got to, she's got to always throw them off and make them think talking about this is what bothers her to keep her sanity and to keep her peace. But I do understand why she would do something like this if it truly does bother her. Yeah, that's our Achilles heel, you know. Uh, other celebs like Nicki Minaj have also fell victim to random trolls looking to destroy their families and stir up controversy. It cannot be fun, right? Especially when you, that's the person you love. Recently, Nicki has dealt with trolls SWAT calling and uh, child abuse allegations. So, you know, that's gotta be very, very frustrating. Uh, Golden Queen H said she needs to get like Beyonce. Don't say nothing. Again, easier said than done, you know? All you right. Know, you wanna know what's weird? I, I, I didn't mean to jump you. I think everybody, us included, even though that people are married, for it. keep stop, stop putting your man on your Instagram. I, I, I honestly forgot Beyonce even had two twins, to be quite honest. Like, keep your personal life personal, and then I think people are more likely to leave you alone. Yeah, it used to be fun to like proudly show your love, like you know, Not worth special it. moments, but I definitely learned that the hard way. It, people they rejoice when you, you break up, yeah, it's and, not and they it. actually try to play a part in it. Uh, actress Jennifer Aniston is being called out for her contradicting statements about cancel culture just weeks after she spoke out against Jamie Foxx. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal, Aniston said, I'm so over cancel culture. I probably just got canceled by saying that. Is there no redemption? Now, Black Twitter was quick to call out Aniston with one person commenting, but three weeks ago, she wanted Jamie Foxx canceled. Just dizzy, old, and weird. What are your thoughts on Jennifer's take on cancel culture, Al? Um, you know, I used to like Jennifer Aniston, but not so much now. In all honesty, I don't want to hear anything come out of her mouth until she apologizes to Jamie Foxx. I'll put you on that. Q? Jennifer Two types of privilege. The privilege of being a, a rich white woman um, and the privilege of being a Jew. All right. In her position. Follow me here. We all know what power we wield in our respective societies mm -hmm. and her sending out that anti-Semitic tweet. It definitely was a dog whistle and it was a bat signal for, um, you know, the power of all the Jews combined. Let's get his ass. That's what that was. And. Jewish people in power, they know that they have that power. Just like white women know they have the power of crying and being defenseless and everyone comes to their aid. So you threw Jamie Foxx to the wolves in an attempt to get him attacked by all your Jewish counterparts, but now all of a sudden you're so removed from cancel culture, you don't want to be a part of it. I'm just, listen, mama, just... I, I don't understand why accountability is so hard. I, I, I confuse something for another thing. Move on.
Yeah, I'm, I'm with both of you. I, I actually liked Jennifer Aniston. I, I felt sorry for her with her breakup with Brad and her being publicly embarrassed when, you know, Angela Jen Jolie took her whole situation. You know, I, I liked her as an actress. I liked her in a lot of her films. And she seemed like she was cool, right? Um, and not to say she's not a cool person, but she went that something. She should say, hold up, hold up. I didn't mean it like that. Or I didn't mean to call the dogs on Jamie Foxx, who's just getting out of a, a near-death experience that he had. And here you come piling on top of that. It's only been like, what, a month since he let us know he died? Like, come on, Jennifer Aniston. And, you know, when you were getting dragged or you was being humiliated, people were very sympathetic to you. And I just think you should return some of that grace. You know what I mean? You know damn well. You know damn well that was not an anti-Semitic tweet. And when your fans started to reach out, you liked his post, so you agree with them, right? You liked his post, and the people started to say, oh, wait, uh, 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 wait. Then you, you backpedals, and then you left him out there. And you know better, Jennifer Aniston. So you're going to need our grace one more time in your life. Well, here's what's making it worse, Claudia. They're saying in the comments that she's not Jewish and that she's Greek. If she's not Jewish, it makes this even worse. Because how you going to beat them being mad? And now you in Jewish people business and black people business. All right. Can we get a friend's reboot so this nosy hoe can have something to do and she can leave everybody else? See, now, now I'm around here thinking the Jewish people mad. And the Jewish people are like, how we get in it? <laughs> they say they was over here chilling. They wasn't even pressed. Well, yeah, she liked his comment, and then the fans started saying, oh, you liked the anti-Semitic comment, and then she jumped in the cap, had nothing to do with her feeling attacked. She jumped on a bandwagon, maybe. You know, we in a strike right now, everybody moving funny. Maybe you trying to get your next gig lined up, friends. But, yeah, I feel you on the friends. But uh, why are you playing Living Single was supposed to be friends. They stole that idea and made it to friends, allegedly. But, anyway, that's neither here nor there. All right. Um, in the chat, Tristan Lee said Jennifer Anderson has always been. RM mom said she hasn't been canceled. She never was. All right. All right, Jennifer Anson, you could still say sorry. The host of Fresh and Fit podcast, Myron Gaines, became emotional after announcing the show had been kicked off of YouTube. The Fresh and Fit podcast focuses on females, fitness, and finance, but is widely known for its conservative and mis misogynistic content. Do you have any sympathy for the hosts of Fresh and Fit Podcast? Al, let's start with you. And Q, I saw you comment. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Mainly because of the stance that they take against black women. Remember, they said they don't touch dark meat. So in addition to that, they don't date black women. They had white supremacists on their show. Um, they were long years affiliated with Andrew Tate. And you, you know what, what he's about. And look. What's his name? Gaines. He wrote a book, remember? And he, he, his book was Why Women Deserve Less. Not only was it misogynistic, it was also demeaning to black women. It was anti-black. It was dated language. I say good riddance. Yeah. I've been on YouTube now for 13 years, all right? And they're crying because they lost the money. OK, because the money I know what I'm making on YouTube and the way that they bust on the scene, they were making a lot of money. That's what's got her messed up. He even went as far as to say the building in which they record their show that the people in the building don't even want the ass in there no more. Here's what's funny. and Here's what's sad. When I look at these two, I see two immature little boys who money corrupted. All right. I honestly don't believe that they believe. Donald Trump, but they were getting a reaction. They were getting pats on the back. You know, the the, the, um, the dark skinned guy, he looked like he ain't never been cute and got no attention in his life ever. They're getting attention, getting accepted into circles that they've never been accepted for, and they just kept going. They were getting positively rewarded for negative behavior, and this was the day of reckoning. Um, it needs to be removed. They need to pivot. And the other thing that I didn't like is he kept trying to, they still haven't learned their lesson because the, the, the brown guy kept saying, we had people coming up to us saying that we really helped them. We were helping people. Guys, we were doing this for you guys. I like helping people. And it's like, nah, bro, you were not helping people. You were a group of people down. Their reckoning has come. So no, um, because they look like they haven't learned their lesson, I really don't give a damn. But what I would like to see is them mature, pivot, apologize, and re-enter the game with something positive. 
I never watched their podcast. I just saw a couple of clips here and there, and I saw the a very joyous reaction of a lot of Black women that were actually personally hurt by some of the things that these two clowns said on their podcast. And I'm kind of getting sick and tired of this new era of men that are Black men that are getting podcasts and trying to follow in the footsteps and being a poor man's Kevin Samuels. He did it in a way that at least had some kind of class. You clowns are out here just talking and making lots of money off the backs of making fun of and disrespecting black women, including some of your guests from what I've heard. So it's like, are we supposed to feel so who you, you ain't talking to me when you're crying. You talking to them, them white men or them other men in your situation, other black men that can't get girls that are bitter, that are like, look at me now. Me of the guys in high school that could and they're there it's we've seen this a thousand times right we've seen this a thousand times you're not unique you just caught a wave you caught a wave and youtube shut that wave down so you know you'll be it, fine wasn't it their fault it wasn't it their fault q like I, I don't know the ins and outs i just read this oh when they, youtube demonetized copyright strikes yeah when, when youtube demonetized strikes yeah they could have pivoted right yeah, they could have all, of course they could have pivoted. And when when YouTube demonetizes you, it's always your fault. And they don't do it with one thing. They do it with several. You have to get yeah. several strikes across a certain time period. But guys, I mean, this is major um, for them to get demonetized. Now, here's the thing. They, um, it would take nothing for them to start another channel. And, mm -hmm. and you know what I'm saying? And with, the following, with the following, and with the following that they had, they'll be back making tens of thousands of dollars relatively quickly. It's not the, the complete end of the world if they if they were smart, but they would also need to, to, to just pivot because you can also hit dislike so many times that it triggers something in the system to make them start looking at your channel. So, again, a pivot is going to be necessary if they want to continue in the space. I'm just surprised that they were that vulnerable to have the emotional moment, knowing that half the people that rock with, like, watch them can't stand them, probably. Like, they gave that to us, but you're right. They'll be back on something else, unfortunately. Uh, King Feline said it was always given small. I don't know. I don't know. I don't watch them. Coming up next, what's the appropriate age to lose your virginity? And later, Young Miami gives her take on Zodiac signs. Keep it locked. We'll be right back. Welcome back to more TGIF. All right, rapper Fat Trail shared with the podcast Angela Yee's lip service that he lost his virginity at 11 years old to his 18-year-old babysitter. Fat Trail said the babysitter caught him and his underage cousin watching porn. Now, instead of disciplining the boys, the babysitter told them to the best way to learn about sex is to do it. And she proceeded to have sex with the boys. Now, we talked about this the other day about how that's really not, you know, that happens a lot in, in, in these times. And it's actually molestation, not you losing your virginity. How old were you both when you lost your virginity? And is the appropriate age difference, um, is the appropriate age different for boys and girls, Al? Um, I think I was 15 or 16, I think, when I lost my virginity. I, these type of conversations are still not cool for me, especially I was actually disappointed in Angela Yee and Stephanie Santiago because they just kind of like brushed it off or giggled it off. Like, what if an 18 year old boy was having sex with an 11 year old girl? We would be outraged. We would be upset. We would want him jailed immediately. And that's the problem for me because, listen, it wasn't molestation, Claudia. It was actually rape because an 11-year-old can never, ever, ever consent in any state of the 50 states in the union to consent to having sex at that age. That is rape. All right, cute. So, you know, it's weird because I know as a society and, and now as we're getting more vocal about this thing, about it being rape when it's woman to man. And I know we say it out of our mouth, but I'm asking our society a question. Um, is our speech really performative? Do we really give a damn? Because we don't get upset. 
Like we, for, for whatever reason, we don't get upset about the situation when it happens. Al. So do you think we mean it or it's just performative? I mean, oh, oh, I just feel like there's a double standard. I think for for little boys, a young man to have sex at that age with a grown woman is a badge of courage. That's how we're looking at it. Right. From our cultural perspective, I think. However, if you think about it, it's it's really, really, really setting a bad precedence in our community as it relates to the sexualizing of young black men. Yeah. I just don't feel comfortable with it. I think maybe it is performative right now, but it needs to change. It does. All right, moving right along, guys. A family in East Orange, New Jersey, were terrified during a visit to their local McDonald's after they allegedly found a dead rodent inside of their, one of their son's chicken nuggets. The father, Derek Wilson, claims that he and his eight-year-old son, Aiden, were eating their food when his son allegedly bit into a chicken nugget and found parts of a dead mouse inside. This is just nasty, Al. Have you ever ate rat, Al? What's your oh, thought? Oh, <laughs> no. You know, they used to have that, they used to have that comment that like the Chinese restaurants in New York City, that they were, you know, serving you rat meat because you know the rats were always around their uh, restaurants in new york city first of all if, if production can please put that young man's picture back up what an attractive little boy he in fact needs to be on a mcdonald's commercial he really caught me with that smile but this is unacceptable for any fast food restaurant to to have an incident like this and just for some reason i don't know I think the chicken nuggets just a couple of weeks ago last week, I think pennies were found in chicken nuggets in um, in Ohio. A family found pennies inside of their chicken nuggets. So maybe it's something in the manufacturing side and not necessarily on the the actual store side. So whatever it is, McDonald's, come on, you guys need to get it together because this isn't looking good. You know, I was saying the same thing. It definitely sucks. I hope that wasn't a franchise location and it was a corporate location because obviously somebody is going to get sued. And I always find it messed up when somebody gets sued for something that's outside of their control, right? The person at the store level did not put the doggone rat in, in the doggone chicken nuggets. Uh, the rat was from the 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 the, the, the situation. But that's that's trifling and 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 Here's the thing. He ain't the only person that ate rat because they make those things in batches, which means somehow and for it to be in the meat means it got in the main batch and got swerved up and stirred around. So all our ass might want to stay the hell. Another reason not to have fast food and just cook your own food every day, every week, there's a different story about our food being contaminated, viruses, bugs, roaches, rats, methamphetamines, dookie. I'm just going to continue making my little food at home. I'm, I'm off that. I, it's, it's absolutely disgusting. Have y'all ever seen a rat in a restaurant? Yeah. I, uh, I the restaurant. No, I haven't seen rat. I have seen roaches, but I haven't seen rat. I've seen them outside in the dumpster around the building as I was leaving the restaurant, but never in the restaurant. You, Al? I saw on Instagram, <laughs> I saw on Instagram, a rat was going up the side of the wall and the, and the, and the owner ran over and grabbed the rat like it was a dog. Like I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> I <tried to> <laughs> like it wasn't happening. That was funny. I that was, was hilarious. Dog. That was a big one, too. That looked like well, a that, whole that, cat. That child well listen in the spirit of back to school season a third grade teacher al al we might like this teacher a third grade teacher was recently <laughs> accused of being drunk on the first day of school baby type of teacher yes god 53 year old kimberly coates was arrested for allegedly being drunk in class at an elementary school in oklahoma after taking a breathalyzer test police says coates blew three times over the legal limit al how do you feel about this and do you think the school should be held accountable. Uh, you know, I don't think the school should be held accountable. She definitely should be held accountable. And it, you know what? I would like for this 
very ugly story to end good. I think the school definitely should help her get the resources she needs to kind of like deal with the stress. It's stress, right? These kids are bad these days, and these teachers are underpaid, like grossly underpaid. And I know she was like, I got 365 more days, <laughs> 364 more days to go through with this pet. She said, I am going to do it drinking the whole time. I love how she said <laughs> She said, oh, it was in the cup, but I didn't drink it. <laughs> Not today. Oh, my God, that was hilarious. But but on a serious note, I, I really hope that, you know, we, we have some compassion with her and grace. And they help her get the help. They help her get the need. Help her get the help that she needs. That's all I can say in this one. I'm never going to sit up here and act like I ain't never took a sip of drink at work or went on my lunch break and had a margarita and came back to work when I worked in the corporate America because I have. But the problem is, mama, you did not know when to stop. But see, this lady going to be good because I think worst case scenario, she may get transferred to another school. But I've told y'all this before in the past. I've told y'all this. If ever you get caught at work drunk or high, the first thing you better do is tell the people you got a problem. They have to send you to employee assistance program because it is a medical problem. They have to send you to employee assistance program because it is a medical problem. And that's that on that, y'all. But coming up next, Young Miami gives her favorite Zodiac sign. Find out when we return. Welcome back to TJF. Y'all, y'all pray for me. We got six more minutes to get through. I'm getting on the line with the cable company as soon as we get off the air. I swear, y'all. My apologies. All right, young Miami is showing her love for Scorpios after she said that Scorpios are the goats zodiac sign to date because they're womanizers. What are your thoughts on Young Miami's reason for liking Scorpios? And what's your favorite sign to date? Al, I know you a Gemini. So what's your, yes. what's your so, according to my zodiac sign, uh, Sagittarius are supposed to be most compatible, and we're also supposed to be the most dynamic um, pairing in all of the zodiacs. So, hey, I'm looking for a Sagittarius. Anybody interested? <laughs> hit me up. But as it relates to her, I mean, I, she she knows how to get coverage. She knows that Diddy is a Scorpio. She knows what to say. Uh, Scorpios are womanizers. That's why she likes Diddy. I guess it's explaining why, if you know, she he gets caught out there with other women, it explains it all. I don't know. She also said the worst sign of date is a Virgo. Uh, Q, what do you think? What's your Q? You're a Leo. Yeah, you're a Virgo. I'm a Leo. I'm a Leo. I'm, Leo. I'm, a, I'm a couple of days before. Um, listen, based on her subject verb agreement or lack thereof. I honestly think she doesn't know what the word womanizer means and that she thinks it's something positive. Like, I, 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 I really see a world where she thinks the word womanizer means he caters to his woman and he's all about the woman. I honestly think that's what it is. I don't think she's clever enough to purposely plan to say something like this in order to get media coverage i love carisha to death i love carisha to death but literacy is not her strong suit and so uh, uh, again i think she doesn't know what womanizer means to be honest who is your perfect match who they say you're compatible with who are leo you know my grandma told me all that zodiac stuff is the devil so i oh, never i yeah, never yeah. grew up i don't i don't know any of it i know things about a few signs that they say the scorpios are sexy or the sex people and the leos are bossy that literally is about all i know and i think they say cancers are sensitive i think that that's all i know about the zodiac stuff uh i'm aries they say our best match is libra because it's like with the polar opposite i definitely attract libras like crazy crazy jacob said gemini's are also compatible with gemini's al miss mm. booty said she keita johnson said florida school system <laughs> <laughs> I'm with you, Miss <laughs> Keita. <laughs> All right. Uh, actress Drew Barrymore recently had a scary encounter with a fan. Take a look. Can sell people. Oh my God! Say yes. Hi. I'm Chad Michael Busto. You know who I am. 
I need to see you at some point while I'm here in New York City. Okay? The man, identified as Chad Michael Busso, was quickly taken away by security after interrupting Drew's live event. Drew and her guest singer Renee Rapp later returned to the stage and continued their conversation. How scary is this? And how do you protect yourselves from overzealous fans? And it seems like it's becoming a thing now with these big events with out-of-control people in the, in the audience. Q, let's start with you. Um, you know, it's very scary that this happened, especially when he said, you know who you know who I am, which means he's probably been bothering her for a while. That is scary, especially when you consider the fact that she's on a stage like that. He could have thrown something. I don't know if there was a weapons check. You know, a lot of times when we go to these seminars and speeches and talks in these auditoriums and arenas, they're not checking for guns and knives. They're checking your Eventbrite scan on your phone. As far as me dealing with overzealous fans, oh, Claudia, you're so generous. You know we on the F list, girl. We on the D list. Mine ain't overzealous. They just want a little piece of picture. The worst that I get is they just stay in my face and talk too long or whatever the case may be. So I wish to one day flourish to a point where I got people stalking me, but I don't quite think I'm there just yet. Al, what do you think? <laughs> now, to me, I think as a woman, Claudia, you can speak to this better than we can. That has got to be scary. And to think about this particular guy, he's been doing this for years years he's been stalking her and he's also been arrested more than a dozen times and he's also has like a like a laundry list like in the state of georgia and minnesota and florida and wisconsin he's been arrested he's been arrested in south carolina disorderly conduct being naked i mean someone like this a how do they continue to be able to do this and see you know why isn't he in jail yeah, um, these live events are scary. And as far as the stalking thing goes, if you can't tell someone that is convinced, because a lot of times they're mentally ill, right? That they're supposed to be with you or you're theirs or y'all were together in a past life. I'm King Tut and you're a Cleopatra and you're supposed to be with me. You don't know what they're, they're, they're unpredictable. And to have this arrest record, that is super scary. I think, unfortunately, because of stuff like this and all the things that happened over the summer with his concerts and people throwing stuff, we're going to get to a point where it's going to be at glass or no live events or we're going to go back to Zoom because it's a huge liability Like with these celebrities. like One of them gets hurt for real. Fun show. want to thank the fellas. Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva and Al Reynolds' chest. They get a, he gets a special shot <laughs> on, on its own. Thank you for watching us on YouTube and make sure you watch the repeat tomorrow. Stay tuned for In Style Atlanta Uncut. We will see you back here tomorrow. Make sure you send us your What the Floridas and um, birthday shout outs. And birthday shout outs. Yes, do it the right way because I can't keep track, right? It's T G I F T E A G I F at foxsoul.tv. There you go. Good.